If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It is another episode of Dad Cast rounding out 2023. I am JP. That guy is Nick. Nick, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm uh, relearning how to be a full-time dad this week. Oh, daycare <laughs> is not week. an option, huh? No option for daycare. Yeah. But aren't you always a full-time dad? Always a full-time dad, but the kids are just like, they're at daycare. So it's weird when they're home. Right. And like, you have like other things that you want to do, but then it's like, well, PJ mask takes precedence over that. You can't watch obliterated while the kids are around. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk about that later. Uh, where are the kids, though, then? They are with with uh, Grandpa. So right they now. do have daycare, then, for a little bit? For about an hour. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Well, then we better get yeah. this some bitch rolling, man. Yeah. Today on the show, man, I am excited to give to you a... Uh, he's an actor. He's a radio personality. He's a friend. He's a former co-worker of mine, and hopefully maybe one day a co-worker once again. Welcome to the show. I'm going to call him by his radio name, Mr. Danny Canada. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great, man. How are you, JP? Good, man. It's good to see you. I feel like it's been a while that we've hung out and had a chat. I saw you on the street yesterday driving around town, and I was like, At least you made that clarification. You yes. didn't see me just hanging out on the streets. Just yeah, 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 yeah. He was he was he was holding up a sign. We'll work for radio. Was, was, or something. was he by stripper Bento? That's I mean, no, it, he was not. It makes sense. He was okay. he was by the mall. He was he was by Killer Burger. If if, if you want to oh. get if you want to get precise, that's that's where I okay. saw Danny Canada. Um, nice. As I mentioned, him and I used to work together in the radio industry. Uh, those were some really good times. Um, we'll get into all of that, man. But the first question I have for you. It is a rite of passage here on DadCast. We ask it of everyone, and that is, good sir, are you a dad? I am. Yes, and and I know the answer to all these, but uh, to listeners in the universe out there, they don't know. So tell us, how many kids, what are their ages, all the good stuff? Uh, all right, well, I'll start with this, because uh, I've been married for 24 years. Yes. So that just happened on Monday, oh, just the other day. We had 24 year anniversary. Yeah. Thanks, man. He got uh, so married at 32, years? by the way, He's because he's a young chap. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> it's good to be young. Yeah. I remember those days. <laughs> this white stuff on my face here. I feel like I'm turning into Santa Claus. Well, it's not, hey, do what I do. Just diet. Don't Just diet. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> nah, I'm not going to do that. No. My wife would kill me. I'm, I'm not ready to accept my fate yet, man. I keep saying it. Episode after my episode. My wife loves it. She says, I love your gray. Look, like, look at this. Look oh, at I'm it. so jealous. I mean, I've got lots of hair. It's just all gray. So wife Man. loves it. I'll keep it. How's that job treating you then? Because last uh, you had color in your hair when we worked together, and that was only four years ago, five years ago. It's not the job. It's the girls. Oh. I have three daughters. Okay. That's and here we go. Here we go. How old are they? <laughs> so this is so i got three right uh one is 20 she's gonna be 20 so she's 19 right now uh 117 one's 13 oh so i got crap. yeah all <laughs> dude and, and i remember when they were not even teenagers yet yeah you know going Probably. up to yeah. going up to lake of the woods or, or the, the diamond lake and doing the fishing derby and hanging out with your kids and the dog and i saw your puppy passed away recently man i'm sorry about that yeah. not to bring up sad times but yeah I, well I, 
I the kids are in the house with another puppy right now, so oh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, a little man. Christmas maybe. 19. I'm watching it for a friend of mine. Uh, he had to go away for a couple days over the uh, Christmas here, so we're watching his puppy ten weeks for uh, the weekend. He's pick him up on Christmas Eve. Nice. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. A 13 year old <laughs> in charge, so I might have made a big mistake. Oh. No, I think a 13 year old's a good good time for for them to you know you know my son. Sawyer, he's 13 now, too. Yeah. And, and baby girl Avery, 10. And Nick wow, over yeah. there, he's got 87 children. Um, he's got a great story oh, yeah. to tell. He uh he had a whole bunch of kids, then got clipped, right? And yeah, then so what happened, Nick? I got remarried and then I got unfixed <laughs> and had a baby. Well, like right in the middle of COVID. Two babies. <laughs> Two babies. Oh, right. we, we we just had another one. No, no. So I had one three years ago, and then we had another one uh, almost a year ago. Right on. Yeah, so sir. I'm like starting over. I've got one-year-old baby girl and three-year-old little boy, and it's uh, nice. it's crazy. In his mid-40s. <laughs> so so that, I got that, That's what I'm talking about. No daycare. I'm like, ah. <laughs> They're like, you're old enough to know better. You should have known that happens when you have kids. Uh, so I've been neutered as well. What was worse? The neutering or the unneutering? The unneutering. <laughs> that was worse, eh? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was definitely way worse. Yeah, yeah. I've I've done neither. <laughs> I just I just you know my lady she got neutered and now you know they took out the factory put in a playground. Daddy's good. I'm good. I'm good to go. There you go. Not bad. <laughs> so your That's oldest now? She said she's 19 now, Dan. 19. Yeah, she's uh, in her second year of university. Is she still living Super at home or is she just visiting now? Just visiting. She's out in Utah. Wow. She a Ute? Yep. Uh, she is uh, a cougar. She goes to BYU. Oh, I didn't know you guys Mormons. were Mormon. We're not. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> no, no. The words of Seinfeld. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, they got a great business school. Uh, it's the Marriott School of Business over there, I believe is what it is. And uh, she wants a business degree. She wants to work in the real estate world. And she had some friends that were there, got accepted and, and went for it. So, nice, dude. Congrats. Second that's, year now. That's got to be pretty. You know, God, we, we've hardly talked in all this time, man. I, I imagine you are pretty proud. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. What's so amazing about it, too, is uh, the fact that she got in, because it's hard to get into BYU. Uh -huh. uh, she's got a ton of scholarships because her grades were above the 4, 4.1, 4.2, up in that level. Um, and uh, she's kicking butt in her classes. So, you know, you, you what do you do? You raise them up, and then at a point, they go, and then it's kind of like, all right, how did I do? Did she soak it all in? Did I teach it right? Uh, is she going to use my knowledge? Is she going to go figure it out herself? So they probably, you know, they peek and poke and they twist a little and she's doing good two years out and uh, still likes to come home. So that's good, too. So nice. How did you? Yeah. Sorry, Nick, you have something. I just said oh. very cool. Yes. How did yeah, you thanks. navigate those, you know, high school years when there's all these temptations around to keep her grounded and keep those grades up? I mean, as a parent, was it was she naturally aspiring to do that, or did you guys have to push, prod, teach, pull your hair out? I mean, how was it for you personally as a dad to get her through that? Uh, so really amazing, right? I didn't do anything. Mom, <laughs> she it's is mom. Yeah. So like our personalities, my wife and my personalities are very similar in that we're outgoing. We are bubbly. We're extroverts. You know, we're a lot of fun. Um, I tend to pick up things really, really quickly. So I don't work very hard where my wife, it takes her a little while to catch on to things. So she works really hard at things. And my daughter got both. She's really quick. She picks up things really fast, but she works really hard. And so it was just like uh, the math where it was girl math. It just worked. <laughs> oh that's funny now how about the so the, the next daughter 17 what is she a senior right now she's senior yeah and, and how is she doing in school same she's kicking butt loving it um hey. she's got she's in the three nines the three eights her she's you know not you know a little struggling in the scholastics part of, of the school but uh you know she except got accepted to uh, gcu that's down in Arizona, Phoenix. Okay. I lose your voice. Nope. Okay. How's that? Yeah, you're good. All right. All right. Good. And, then, and the youngest, 13. So, 
So yeah, so she's in GCU. Well, she got accepted to GCU, Grand Canyon University. And when um, you get accepted, they fly you down there to go and visit. And so uh, she went to visit with one of her really close friends who also got accepted. So they're going to both go to, to Arizona. So I'm going to have a kid in Utah. I'm going to have a kid in Arizona. And, and I'll still have one here. One still at home. Yeah. Now, how is that yeah. emotionally for you and the wife, man? Two kids almost gone, getting close to being empty nesters. Is it sad? Is it, ex you know, is it a celebration? A little bit of both? You know, dude, it's uh, it's it's all at once. It's all at the same time because, you know, you're 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 sad. Obviously, this is your your baby that you've grown up with and nurtured and loved on. And now all of a sudden they're like, I'm out, dad. I want to go as far away as I can. You're like, ah. <laughs> you know, uh, but um, you're excited for them because they got to go and fly. Right. You got to see what's going to happen when they jump. Um, yeah, you're sad for sure. You're excited. You're proud. You're a little curious because you want to see how their life's doing. Right. Um, so, you know, it's a whole bag of emotions, man. Um, the first one when she left, it was it was more exciting because that's something that she had worked for for so long. Because when she was in uh, grade 10, she visited BYU with some friends. Um, she, she dated a Mormon in, in high school for a long time, which that was really good because there wasn't much pressure there. <laughs> right. <laughs> gotcha. Nice. Wink, wink. Nudge, so nudge. They exactly. Yeah. They went and visited Utah. Uh, she loved it. She goes, that's the school I'm going to. And I was like, no, wait, come on. I mean, you got to check out some other schools. She's like, nope, that's the one. So she applied to that school. And I think she applied to Northwestern and that was it. And got accepted to BYU. And that was, that was the course for forever. And so my other daughter, uh, she's going to graduate this year. She applied to BYU just because sister said you have to just apply. Right. And then she also applied to GCU and she got into that one. So I don't even, she's not even going to bother with, with BYU. She did apply, but I don't know what's, you know, she's just going to let that one go because she's excited about Arizona. So, dude, party Arizona. So, so with the second one though, so now we've got two years with one daughter gone, and we really understand and what it's like to miss them, and that right. they're gone, and the house is different. I mean, they come back to visit, but it's not the same, you know. Yeah, I can't. Imagine. They come back as an adult. It's just a, it's not the same when they come back after that. So, with our second one leaving, we're kind of feeling it a little more. We're a little more sad, I think. Not that we love her anymore or anything. It's just now that we know what it's like. Oh my gosh, what it's like with our kids are gone. Yeah. And then we're down to two, and then we're down to one, and so it's just kind of like, oh, yeah. are we ready for that empty nester feeling yet? So I don't. I'm, I got a ways to go. You can personally. always go my path. Get on. Well, yeah. Start over. <laughs> Yeah, how's the wife feel I about I that? I want to get unneutered. I think I'm fine with my uh, situation. <laughs> right, you worked so hard to get to this point, Nick. <laughs> Actually, I, I should I should get Danielle. Uh huh. If you ever watch this episode, no, we're we're. I am so happy that you came into Nick's life and had him unfixed, and this is the path that you've led him on, being a dad again at being so damn old. That's just that's awesome. No, so damn old. <laughs> so damn. Uh, you, I, I got should, you, I man. should be a freaking grandpa at this point. You should be. You should be. <laughs> I, I could be. Like, seriously. I, we'll find out when the oldest gets back from the military if uh, if he's uh, hiding something from us. Mm, that'd be a uh, great Christmas surprise. How you feel about that, go. Danny Canada? The odds are ever in your favor closer now of being Grandpa Canada. Yeah. Well, funny you say that. Oh. So, uh, my, uh, my daughter, uh, has, uh, accepted an advancement from a young man out in Utah. So oh. this is uh, her, her next boyfriend since high school. Like she's gone out on a couple of dates out there in Utah, but never anything like committed. You know what I mean? Right. And so she's, uh, met this guy. I think he looks a little bit like Ed Sheeran, but he's from Texas, so it's kind of a weird mix. <laughs> and <laughs> Southern Ed Sheeran, okay, but he's right. a good dude. He's a good dude. He treats her right, and so they're they're officially dating now. And okay. so uh, she she kind of pranked us the other day when she was flying in from Utah. She's like, uh, "Oh yeah, I'm going to be in on time. Don't worry, me and Sam are coming early." <laughs> and I was like, "And Sam?" <laughs> I was like, "What? I'm Question bringing the boyfriend, <laughs> Dad." All right. Oh, a room. That would have been the perfect opportunity to put on the wife beater and, and the rifle and, and oh, just, yeah. you know, and meet him at the door. Well, you see the hat, right? Is it uh, American, 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 American infidel? Amerigun. Oh, Amerigun. Okay. Yeah. 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 We know where you stand on all that, man. That's uh 
Oh, yeah. I feel like you may have gotten yourself possibly in a little bit of trouble back back a few years back, especially during the COVID time and the Trump years. Uh, if for everyone not aware, Danny Canada is very, very passionate uh, about his beliefs, and he's not afraid to show them. Um, I'm going to bring up a story, which I think is absolutely friggin' hilarious. And uh, right. and before I do that, though, I got to show you this. This is not to like raise anything. You know where I stand, right? So everyone watching and listening worldwide, you know, don't get mad. If you're a Trump lover, that's great. If you're a hater, whatever, man, we're not about that on this show right now. But um, so a buddy of mine handed this to me the other day. All right. And I was like, sweet, man. And I opened it up. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, see, we Good. giggle about it. But so this story, sure. man, it was during uh, the height of COVID in the mask wearing thing. And uh, I see, oh, I see a post on Facebook. I, I don't know what store it was, but you know what? Everyone's freaking out about not wearing a mask when going into a store. So Mr. Canada over here was not wearing a mask left to get a mask and came back in the store wearing a mask. However, it was a Halloween mask. Was it not? And was it Trump? It was a Trump rubber silicone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Full head mask. And, he's wearing a mask. What's the problem? You know? Um, and yeah. I, I just, I thought that was freaking hilarious. And I think the people at the store like lost their ever loving minds. And, uh, yeah, it well, was a crazy it was actually, time, huh? well, it was, it was not a store though. It was a dental office. Oh, okay. So, well, that's why I had to go live with this. Cause it didn't make any sense. There wasn't a single patient in there. I was the only patient in the entire uh, building. Right. So they, you go in and they share it with some other dentists or whatever. So the whole lobby, open uh, a couple receptionists behind their screens masked up totally fine right you know when you first go in they say can you fill out this form yeah sure so i get a pen and a paper i sit down and i fill out this whole form you know it takes you five minutes or whatever so i was you know five minutes earlier for my appointment i go i bring it up i said here you go um am i ready to go back now or do i just need to wait until they get everything ready back there and she goes okay yeah thanks for your form um i just need to ask you if you have a mask I said, no, I don't, I don't have a mask. I'm going to the dentist. I'm like, can I just go back there right now? <laughs> and I'm telling you, JP, Nick, I was about, uh, okay, I'm Canadian, so I won't use centimeters. I was about a foot and a half from the door where you, where you walk in. Right. No, you need to have a mask. I said, I need to have a mask on here. And then when I go through that door, I can take it off. Yeah, that's right. I said, come on, let me just go back there. I'll just go right now. If you want me to wait outside, I'll go wait outside till they're ready. I, I don't have to wait in here. Nope. You need a mask. Fine. Give me back my paper. And that's when I went back. I got my rubber mask and I came back still not a single person. In the whole, and I'm only like two minutes down the road from the dentist. It's not like it was far. I was back in like five minutes. Right. Got my mask, walked in with that thing. And they're like, oh, you can't wear that mask. You need to have one of these blue ones. I said, well, why? He goes, you see those holes in there? That is going to go right in. And I said, well, do you see all the holes in your mask? Uh, top, bottom? Here? Anyways, they ended up calling the police. Yep. Uh, which was amazing. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I go and step outside. Uh, the cop shows up and he goes, uh, so are you Dan? Yeah. Are you, uh, are you not going to be going in the dentist there? I said, no. He said, are you looking for a new dentist? I said, I will be. He goes, have a nice day. <laughs> that <was it. laughs> and he, this is the best part though, JP, that like he went walking to the door to go in yeah. and then he was about to open the door. He stopped, looks back at me puts his mask on and then goes inside. Oh. <laughs> it's such a joke. Uh, yeah, it's just such it's a joke. A crazy, oh. crazy times, man. And we were, yeah. you know, we were all about, you know, look, we get it, man. If, if that's how you feel. Okay. But we need to like think rationally here, you know, the yeah. whole, it just blew my mind. You got to wear a mask to walk into a restaurant only to take it off to eat. Take it off. Yeah. <laughs> but remember, but the worst part was you had to put the mask on to go through the restaurant to go to their outside spot. Then you could take it off again. Yeah. Like it was like it was yeah. so bizarre. Yeah. Everything about it just made no sense. I'm so glad we're not there anymore. My goodness. Yeah, I mean, you I don't think so. Eh? At a certain furniture store in Medford when all this was going down and we had such a diverse group of employees. It was so weird. There's like a few of the guys were like, oh, yeah, 100 percent. The mask is a great thing. Let's support everything that's going on. A couple guys were super right wing absolutely not and we had one guy that was like the crazy guy he's like <laughs> if they make me wear a mask i'm going to come in and shoot everybody he showed up with his guns oh, <laughs> shit. oh like, wow. i was like whoa bro like super religious super like right wing super scary i'm like dude just calm down he would tell he would tell customers if you put a mask on i'm just going to shoot you 
<laughs> I'm all broad. We're trying. We're trying to sell stuff here. <laughs> How did he make it to a second day? That's what I want to know. That, I, right? So do I. He still, as far as I know, this dude still works there. I'm like, how is this? Yeah. He must sell a lot of beds. No. Let's go there wearing masks just to see what happens. <laughs> dude, it, was, it was No, I, I got family. I don't want to get yeah, shot. The guy, yeah, the dude was like one of the scariest guys I've ever worked with. And just, just the way he treated people. It's like, man, like, just calm down a little bit, you know? If That's you don't, agree, don't agree. Interesting. I want to yeah. reel this son of a bitch back here. I, I got a question for, for Danny. Um, so yeah. we have had a lot of guests on this show, and I like to ask this question to most of them, especially fathers who have girls of a certain age. Um, did you encounter any of the issues that we have encountered and many other fathers have encountered where all of a sudden, at 13, 14, 15 years old, the daughter's just... The uh, a switch just flips, and all of a sudden, they hate you. They don't listen to you. You're wrong. You know nothing. Any of that happened in the world of Danny Canada? Uh, the switch never flipped. I think it's just always been on. I mean, <laughs> I have three daughters. I have uh, you know cats and uh, my wife. I'm the only guy in my house, right. so everything is wrong, no matter what I say. So valid, once valid. you once you live at that level, then it doesn't really matter. <laughs> to be honest. Um, but I think to answer your question more real, uh, I never really had that. I had an awesome relationship with, with my daughters. There'd be times where I'd give advice. They wouldn't really receive it or they thought what I was saying wasn't quite right or whatever. Right. But, uh, when my daughter was in high school, uh, the oldest who's graduated now, uh, I used to DJ all her dances, mm -hmm. you know? So I got to be, uh, you know, the chaperone, uh, but not a chaperone. I right. got to be up on the stage. And so I did that with another girlfriend of mine who is a, a radio personality. And then another guy who would actually do the mixing. So we made a big show of it. There'd be three of us there, you know, we'd pump up the kids for a couple hours. We kept the high energy the whole time and they absolutely uh, loved it. So I did that for the four years. My daughter was going through high school for all the dances, the prom, the uh, winter formal, the homecoming. So that was, you know, that was great. And um, something else that I've really been fortunate with, uh, with my girls, um, like you say, I'm, I'm an actor, radio personality. I also do sports broadcasting for a local company called Table Rock Sports. So we do uh, high school. Yes, sir. Uh, so I do all, all the sports for a high school. And I've had my daughters be able to come and do that with me. So I usually do it with another a partner of mine. Uh, so I'll do the camera, do some commentary. He'll usually do the play-by-play -play and run the laptop. Uh, but sometimes he's working or can't make it. So I'll have my daughters come and run the camera and then I'll just bump over to the laptop. So I'll get to, to work with them, you know? And um, I've been able to bring them on sets with me and, and, and shoot commercials with me and have some roles and some different projects and stuff around the Valley here, which has been a lot of fun. So uh, being able to include them in my my work life and my daily life and my activities and hobbies and stuff. It's been, been really kind of fun. So I've had uh, an interesting connection with my girls that way. That's cool, man. You know, I awesome. yeah. try and did the same. Uh, it's, it's really cool when you can do that, especially in, in an industry that we have worked where, I mean, I don't want to gloat or, or sound pompous when I say this, but it's a really fucking cool job that oh, a yeah. lot of people who, have never worked in the industry. We'll look up at that and think, Whoa, man, that's really cool. You know? Um, uh, and to bring our children into that life and experience it, man, that's been one of my like greatest pleasures ever. And so yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, man. Good, good stuff. Speaking yeah, of, um, <clears throat> Danny Cannon and I, uh, worked together at a radio station that shall not be named, um, back in the day. Um, I, I, I don't name it, man. I, I refuse to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't name names. Don't name names. No, we're not naming no, no. any names. You can name them all you want if you feel like it. But um, we, it's funny story. So how we met, I went to radio station that shall not be named as a, a program director of this one station. He was already working there at the time, but I met him a couple years prior when I worked for the company you, you work for now. Um, Currently, yeah. And we were doing uh, some event and you were, were selling cars, I believe, and that car dealership was a sponsor 
um, for yes. one of the events that we were doing, and he came on stage and did his thing um, long before he was ever on the air and the radio. And then I come and work at this other place, and he's there. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is great, you know, you because you told me you wanted to work in radio, and here you are, yeah. and you worked in radio, and now finally, I mean, we're talking years later, man. You just like I did, you've climbed that ladder, and I, I you are program director now, correct? Uh, morning show. I got my own morning show now, and the morning, yeah, yeah. That's the best spot to have, man. Even if better, you work yeah. in radio, <laughs> you want the morning show. It's where everyone listens. It's the biggest ratings getter. But just wanted to say, man, good job for climbing Thanks. those ranks, dude. That's pretty cool. I tune in when I get a chance. Um, it's right really on. cool. Um, it's the all-American show with Danny Canada. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Was that? Right. Did you come up with that? Was it supposed to be an eyebrow raiser? Exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly what good. it was. On yeah. 1027 The Drive at Opus Broadcasting here in Southern Oregon. So cheers to you, mate, for doing that show. And it's been a few years now, man. So obviously yeah. you're doing something right because if it sucked, it, you wouldn't still be doing it. You know, that's, and I think the name says it all. Like it was just, it's fun, right? The job is fun. I try to make the show fun. I, you know, I don't get into any kind of political stuff or uh, controversial stuff as much as I love to do that. I just figured, you know, with all that that's going on already in all the different places, somebody wants to go and get contentious, they can find a place to go and do that. Um, I just figured let's have a music filled fun morning. So it's filled with just comedy bits and uh, other little funny segments and just it's you know it's just a goofy way to wake up in the morning and that's the way i wanted it to have fun boom there you go nick you're so quiet over there man i'm sorry you got <laughs> I, I love the stories man i love the the see you interact with Dude, what you, you love you have no idea the things him and i used <laughs> to get into at the place that shall not be named uh it it was it was so much fun i mean gosh i re remember when you shaved your head or you shaved your beard you shaved your beard for a project that you had got going on, some film you were doing, and uh, okay. you didn't tell anybody. And I think you were you were recording reactions or something. Anyway, I walked into our office and you had a camera rolling, and the the look on my face was just like, <laughs> it was uh, you looked real strange to me, man, with no no beard after never seeing you without a beard. And uh, yeah. he captured the moment. And the reaction face and it's on Facebook somewhere, man. I totally posted that. I'm like, this is the look when you realize Dan shaved his friggin' beard for a role. It was hilarious. And man, but it's not that I just shaved my beard and had a clean face. I was doing a play called the foreigner. And that was at a, a local theater in, uh, in talent yeah. here in, in Southern Oregon. And so I was a KKK leader. Right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> in this, in this, uh, like old Georgia, uh, uh, like lake house, right. That was uh, the setting, you know, and it's like this little cottage. And so I, we're there having like this KKK meeting and this foreigner guy c comes in and he ends up, uh, pretending he doesn't speak English, but he does and understands what we're saying. And then he goes and spoils a plan. But so I had a, a full, like Fu Manchu type of, uh, goatee type of thing that went like this so that was yeah. the that was the fun part about that particular shaving because it wasn't just a clean shave it had a full oh yeah it came all the way down like this and <laughs> oh I, I looked from the because the play took place in the 80s so i had like it was awful it looked absolutely <laughs> perfect <laughs> and and with the power of editing by the way uh this episode the clip that we're going to advertise for it is going to be danny canada saying so i was a ku klux klan member and then i'm just going nice. to cut it out at that Okay, yeah. so we're we're gonna see we're gonna see what happens. We're gonna try to generate a little little controversy. No, of course not. I was the leader of the. I could do it. I was the leader of the KKK. Cut. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Woo. We're oh, covering man. the gamut. I want to take you back 19 and a half, 20 years ago, if you can remember okay. that far back, old man. I can. You were notified somehow, some way by the lady that you were, in fact, going to become a father for the very first time. Can you recall the emotions of that day? Oh, yeah, bro. Absolute. First baby, you never forget, right? But did you forget the second or third one? I totally forgot the second <laughs> one. <laughs> but only because I'll tell you a funny story about that one, too. And I told and I do remember the third one. Uh, but the first one at the time, uh, I was selling motorcycles. I was running a motorcycle shop up in Canada. Um, I used to run the sales department and finance department. I also used to teach motorcycle riding. So I, I was way into bikes for, for many, many years. And, uh, she called me at work 
And this was in 2003. Mm-hmm. So uh, not pre-cell phones, but we didn't have one yet. We couldn't really afford one back back then. You know, we were just first married. And uh, she worked at a pharmacy. She was a technician, you know, would kind of count all yeah, the pills yeah. and then the pharmacist would come in and sign off. So she was a tech. And uh, so they would just have a ton of these birth control things. So she calls me and she's like, I got news. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like I took one of the tests. I was like, no, you didn't. She's like, yeah, it's positive. Like, I don't believe you. She's like, no, I go, you go take another one. Cause you get false positives. Yeah. And she's like, I'm like, she goes, no, I'm not going to take another one. I'm like, babe, you get them for free. They're in the pharmacy. Just go take another one. She calls me back. Yep. And it's positive again. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, here we here go. We go. <laughs> Party on. So, uh, that was the first one. The second one, I don't remember the, the, positive uh, uh test or what have you but right after the how do you say this on your conception on your show here after the uh love making the conception yeah the, the conception the conception yeah. uh, uh, we looked at each other we were so funny because my wife and i looked at each other and we we're like we're having another baby she's like yeah i'm gonna get pregnant i'm like you're gonna get pregnant and then she was pregnant so that was, and those two are like 18 months apart or something. They're super close. So when the oldest one left to college, it was, it was really hard for her, for our, our middle one, because it was like her best friend was leaving, you know? Yeah. And then the third one, uh, we had just moved to, um, California. Uh, uh-huh. so she's our California baby. Yes. Yeah. yeah I'm so still, she, you, still, you still got me wrapped around the. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Of making line, um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I don't think anybody's ever said that on you. Yeah, you're on a first. Now I'm, I'm yeah, gonna let I'll you in on a little secret here, Danny Canada. Um, okay. And it took me a while as well because I worked in radio for so many years and still do, and as you do. But are you ready? Yep. Fuck. <laughs> All right then. It is totally okay on this platform. <laughs> Here's, here, I'll tell you a funny radio story. Okay. On my on my morning show, I do a segment called uh, Crazy But True. And so this one, uh, and so basically I read a headline and uh, a couple minutes of a crazy story, right? Whatever's going on. Right. And so uh, the, the headline was used titties for sale on Facebook. Used titties for sale on Facebook. Okay. Facebook marketplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so, so what I'll do is I'll read the, the headline, used titties for sale on Facebook marketplace. Did and then you I'll say play it? a drop. I did. Okay. And then I'll play, I'll play a drop, like, you know, whatever, yeah, some yeah, kind of yeah. funny sound effect or something, right? And then I'll get into the story. Well, I'm sitting there reading the story, and uh, after I'm done, I get a text from the, the boss, and he says, uh, can you come see me when you're off air? <laughs> I've had the like, same text. Okay. Yeah, no problem. So I go down, and I go and talk to him. I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, um, did you say titties on air? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I was reading my story. And the story went like this. So yeah, this lady on Facebook, uh, she put the post on her thing. She goes, I got my used titties for sale. Uh, titties normally 400 on sale for 200 Get a set, new set of pair of titties, still good silicone for only $200. And so I didn't know that that was an FCC word. Yes. So here I am just saying it like left and right. And yeah. then what is it, like 20000 a top? Yeah, that was like, a $180,000 fine right there. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes, that's one of the seven deadlies, man. You can't say that. He's like, I'm driving into work and I hear Danny say titties. I'm like, oh, oh. And then he goes again and again. And he's like, I'm having a heart attack in the car. Like, what's happening right now? <laughs> so that's why. So I don't say that on air anymore. And so, you know, I like to take the line and make it very close. I try not to cross it because I don't want to get anyone in trouble. I don't want my boss to pay. But it, I had no idea. I didn't know that was one of them. You could say jucks, milkers, knockers, butters, boobs knockers. is okay. 
balloons. You, you can say boobs, breasts, <laughs> but yeah, go tit. All of a sudden, go it's a bad things. thing. God, it's <laughs> so, like, fun I mean, bags. There you go. That's yeah, a fun one. We could spend the whole next hour coming up with names for boobs. But, yes, uh, you know it was, just, it was so funny, man. That um, was one of my. I got. I have the exact same story for you, coming from the exact same boss. Okay, um, <laughs> 2006, give or take. Uh, okay, I. We are coming up with some new imaging because we just rebranded. It went from um, 97 The Rogue, The Valley's new rock alternative, to rebranding to New Rock 96.9 The Rogue. It has now since then become something different, but kind of the same. But that's neither here nor there. So we're coming up with the new imaging. And we had our voice guy voice something along the lines of, listen to New Rock 96.9 The Rogue at work. And if your boss tells you you can't, tell him to fuck off. (laughs) And we bleeped out the F. You know, yeah, but okay. but you could hear the uck. You could hear a yeah, little okay. bit. So it was off. You knew, but it, it was still passable. Yeah. And sure. we didn't we didn't cover it with the we didn't you know, we didn't show it the PD at the time. We just we, we built it. We loaded it and we let it run. And uh, we got the text in the morning show about the second or third time it aired in the same day. First day it aired. Did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. And he's like, and, and, and because of the content was tell your boss to F right, off, yeah, sure. he took it. And, and this was at a point in time when that particular guy was, uh, it was younger. We'll just leave it younger and more really like, uh-uh, you know, uh, but yeah. yeah, so we got, we got our, our hand slapped for that one. It immediately had to go away. And, and, and that was that. And well, there you go. yeah, so, Not but I think yours is wins, though. You said titty eight or nine times. That's like 200 grand. Boom. It's live. I'm live. Here we go. It's out there, baby. Nothing. Nothing bringing that back. Do you record your shows? No. Okay. There was a point in time where we just hit record the prod room and let all our shows. So we'd go back, you know, to find clips in the day. That would be one that you want to hold on to and keep for your personal collection. That would have oh, been, be that would have been fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> this was the time where I almost cost my boss half a million dollars. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No raise for me until I pay that off. Right. So, so no raise ever. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I know, because I know what we make here in Southern Oregon working for radio. But that's neither here nor there. We love you. We love y'all. Well, oh, that's we why you. I do the acting and the sports. And, you know, Speaking I only work four hours a day. You know, I'm out of there at 10 in the morning. I'm home before sometimes my kids go to school on late starts and things like that. So, yeah. you know, it's a blessing. I love it. I get to be around my kiddos as much as I can, you know. And, you know, that's one thing I fought my whole life, you know. I've always wanted to be – who doesn't, right? You always want to be in that level, that top level. You know, if you're – uh a musician or an actor or a sports athlete, you know, you want to be in the pros if you can. Yeah. And so, I mean, that was always the dream, but I spent a lot of time down in Los Angeles and big cities. And I just, I wouldn't want to live there. I wouldn't want to do that grind. I would not want to spend most of my life in a car traveling from place to place or audition to audition or from set to set. And, uh, you know, I, I feel just so blessed to be able to do what I love to do here. And it's not on the same scale and I don't get the recognition or the zeros at the end of the check, but you know, it's dad cast. It's all about our kids and how much we love them right and be around them and to be around them at home every day and you know once they're gone then maybe i can pursue some different stuff where i don't have to deal with uh you know adulting and parenting and being there for the kids when they're making their own lives then i can kind of cut back into kind of what i want to do and maybe bump the next level so what's the great thing is though is you're still doing it at a level while doing it that's yeah good stuff same here man so That's- you know i'm professional right like it's, i'm a pro like I, this is what i do for my career like you know i'm not doing calling you know world series games or calling so super bowls you know but uh hey man i my i love it because my kids are friends with a lot of the uh, football players or or uh, basketball players on the teams. And so their parents who get to watch the games when they're stuck at work or if the kids are on the road and they can still pull up their phone or their YouTube and watch their kid play. So many times parents are like, oh, thank you so much for what you do. I get to see my kid uh, when I when I can't make it to the games. And so, that you know, that to me is uh, super rewarding. I mean, again. Yeah. Who doesn't want the money? I'd love the money. But when you when you have parents that are so appreciative of what you do so they can watch their kiddos, ah, right on. That's amazing, man. Now, so Table Rock Sports, are they uh do you are they affiliated with a particular high school or is it the whole gamut? Um, so yes, yes. There's more than one crew. So it's not my company. I just Well, right, work right, right. You company. work for them. Right. So I do all the uh the the games for uh, Central Point High School, for Crater High School. Okay. 
Okay, so then there's another crew that crew that does Medford, another crew that uh, like North Medford, crew that does South Medford, crew that does Grants Pass. So there's about seven crews that work different schools. And do you travel for uh, away games? Uh, for football, uh, once we get into basketball playoffs, yeah, uh, there's a couple of teams that are up north. So sometimes uh, they will take those games. Like if it's a Tuesday and we can't make it, they'll they'll do it. But uh, yeah, yeah, I do some traveling. That's pretty cool, man. I I don't yeah. remember if you. <clears throat> if we worked at the radio station that shall not be named at the same time when the sports guy was, do you remember the sports guy over there? Did you work there at the time? Matt, not Max, but the new guy who replaced him, Matt Bagley. So Max, Max, you remember Max? I worked with Max. So he worked with table rock. Yes. Now, do you remember the guy that came in after, or were you already gone at that point? Bagley, I remember him. Okay, so yeah, he man, it was great what he did over there. He started that own uh, that own show, and he his aspiration and goal in life was always to be a play by play guy. Um, and he did it for football, basketball. I saw the grind. I saw what he went through. Um, I saw how well he did it. So it's like I know exactly what you're doing, man. And it's not easy, but it's no. so gosh darn rewarding. And especially if you're yeah. a sports fan, um, that's one thing I. I'm not, things don't make me nervous when it comes to radio or being in front of people, but the idea of trying to play by play, say a football game, that makes me a little bit nervous. I'm sure once given some practice, I'd be pretty good at it, but that it it takes a skill, man. Cause I've sat in with him when he does it. And I'm just like, wow, I talk fast, but I mean, memorizing players' names and positions and I'd be better color guy, you know, I do mostly color, but I, I fuck up a lot, JP. So there you go. <laughs> I got to tune in next year, man. I can't wait. Or even this year, we got basketball, right? Going on right now. Uh, a little break because of Christmas. Right. I think they're going to be doing a little tournament. Uh, they do like a little holiday over the uh, holiday break, a holiday tournament over the break. Gotcha. Uh, so the, I might do a game or two of that. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it'll kick back up there in January. Yeah, for sure. Nice. All right, I didn't the grind, man. I mean, sometimes I'll do the morning show, and then uh, you know, my partner and I will take off around noon. Maybe we'll go up two, three hours, a little north of Eugene. You know, we'll do a game there. Uh, game starts, you know, at seven o'clock, so it's over by nine, a little after nine, and then you're another two and a half hours home. So sometimes I'm not back home till midnight, and then you know, turn around and. Well, Saturday morning, I won't be doing my radio show, but something else is usually going on. So, yeah, some days are, are tough, but like I say, it's it's a lot of fun. And uh, a lot of the kids I know, too, because my daughters went to school there, friends with them. So sometimes they're at the house and then, you know, we're doing the game. So it's kind of, it's just fun being involved, being around the kids and being in their life, but not overbearing in their life, you know. So yeah. I, I'm blessed, man. It's a great, great opportunity. Nick has a Yo. segment that we've given him called the fast five. Uh, okay. It's a radio segment that I did back in the day that we've incorporated in here into pot in the podcast. Um, cool. I'm sure you get the gist. So Nick, did you put together one or are we going to go off memory? We're going to wing it, but I, ha- I kind of have one. I'm All right. About Rock and roll. The conch is yours, my friend. Okay. Let's do it. So favorite local concert you guys have pre- are, uh, presented. Favorite local concert that we presented? Yeah. Um, all right. It's It was one, actually, uh, that I did with JP. And it wasn't so much a concert. It was a comedy show at the fair. And it was uh, Gabriel Iglesias. Fluffy! Ooh. Fluffy. <laughs> uh, it was so fun. And we got to hang out with him before the show. Uh, we're all hanging out with him backstage, you know, goofing around, laughing. He's telling us about what he's been up to and blah, blah, blah. And we were back there for, I don't know, remember JP, like, I don't know, 20 minutes, half an hour or something. Yeah. We're all goofing around. And uh, right before he goes on stage, he's like, okay, guys, let's uh, do some pictures before, you know, I get ready to go and do my set. So, okay. So everyone's lining up, they're doing pictures. So then it's my turn. And I said, hey, Fluff, uh, before we take this picture, can I ask you a question? He goes, yeah, sure. I said, all right, do you want me to do this picture with you unfluffed or fluffed? And now I can make my belly stick out like I'm nine months pregnant. <laughs> and so he just cracked up, started laughing so hard. It just did this funny point at me. He goes, oh, man. He's like, I wish I could unfluff my belly, but I'm always permafluffed. I'm like, all right, let's do it fluffed. And I stuck my my belly out and we took the picture together. And I still have it to this day. And it's one of my favorite moments. I just he's one of my favorite comedians. I love stand up comedies on my my morning show. I do comedy right at six o'clock and we kick it off. And again, at 830, it's called Comedy Corner. And I have about a minute of uh, guys like Fluff and Seinfeld and Brian Regan and all the, the just my favorite artists or 
artists, whatever they're artists, stand-up comedians uh, do about a minute and a couple of times a morning. So I love stand-up comedy. So that was probably one of my my favorites there. I'm so glad you didn't say Matt Rulin's stand-up comedy routine. Remember that nightmare? Remember that nightmare? Matt Rulin. Matt, he's the the prod guy. And he and, and he did a show. He opened up for the comedians that played at the the Rogue Theater, not the Rogue Theater, at the Criterion downtown. Didn't you go to that? I don't think so. Okay, long Matt story Rulin. short, it was the most cringe worthy moment. And Matt, if you're watching this, I'm sorry, we've told you this. You remember, remember now? I remember yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Woo! Glad you didn't say Big that. Matt, All right. Sorry. Because, because his last name <laughs> threw me off. Big Matt. I, yeah, Big Matt Rulin. That's Rulin. what I ever called him, Matt Rulin. I forgot that was his last name. Okay, yeah, yo, that was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was so... Oh, man. Okay. And, and that's why I have such an appreciation for stand-up comedians, because to get whatever it is, five people, 500 people, all laughing at the same thing, yeah. oh, that's just, that's such art. Like, that's to me, is brilliant. So, oh, it is. All right, Nick, sorry. So, yeah. Okay, if you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? A billboard with anything on it. Hmm. Like with my name, my likeness, or does it have anything. nothing to do with me? Anything, anything, you, anything want. you want. And I'll tell you why I asked this question. <laughs> okay. A billboard with anything on it. Um, maybe a black billboard with a little white dot right in the middle. And I would do that as a way because life, sometimes you're going through it and it's dark. And there's one little spot of light. And if you can just keep focusing on that one thing, if that's the only thing that's going to get you through whatever darkness you happen to go through, whatever, if it's grief, if it's, um, you know, financial losses, if it's uh, maybe you've got a sickness, you've got your, and so you're fighting through this darkness, but there's always, I think a little bit of light in there and uh, just to focus on that, help you get through it. So that would be my billboard. Love it. Oh, man. That's one of the most that's original answers, the better answers we've ever gotten yeah. for that. Yeah. Well done. So when we first started this, I bought a billboard on Crater Lake Highway for it lasted like what a week, two weeks maybe. It had our pictures on it. Dadcast, the number one parenting podcast in the world. <laughs> it was like awesome. man, we had been going for what, maybe two episodes? Yeah, we had like two episodes up and here we are. I'm like, why did you do that, bro? Well, I thought it was a good idea, man. I'm like, number one in the world? We're not even like number a thousand in in a square block of Medford yet. It's like, (laughs) but now look at where we're at. Now we're in the top one percent. So whatever. Yeah, there you go. One and a half percent. Let's not get crazy. Okay, one and a half. Let's not get nuts. Top one and a half percent of all podcasts. Yes, that's pretty amazing. Bring it down. down. Next question. He's just forecasting, man. He was he was projecting and forecasting. That's good. That's what business people do. They forecast. (laughs) It had a lot to do with just people telling us that it was a dumb idea. The boss I worked for at the time, the store happened to be on Crater Lake Highway, didn't like the idea. So I was like, you know what? She can look at it every day when she comes to work now. Fuck her. (laughs) That's awesome. That's For the record, I did not have the same mindset. Okay. Yeah. It's on record. All right. Okay. Next question, Dick. (laughs) Your favorite meal to cook for your girls? My favorite meal to cook for my girls. Um, All right. This is my signature. So when my my wife and I got married, somebody gave us, I can't remember who gave us a cookbook for our, uh, like a wedding gift, like a cookbook with some cooking stuff, you know, like utensils or whatever. Uh, But this cookbook had some amazing recipes in it. And uh, I made this one. It was a salmon dill pasta and it was like a white sauce. Uh, a cream sauce, and then you would get little bits of like a smoked salmon, and you use bow tie pastas, and it was like a salmon pasta. And my girls, they love it. Like that was the one thing my my daughter was like, Maddie, hey, when you coming home? When I come home, you make me salmon dough pasta, and she's like lactose intolerant, so <laughs> they love it. <laughs> awesome. Salmon dough so, pasta, right? You it sounds bougie. It's it's really like a quick mac and cheese. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you, what, you know what I mean. But it sounds bougie, and they love it. And so, okay, whatever. Cool. If you yeah. could co-host a radio show with any stupid famous DJ, who would it be? Would it have to be a radio DJ? Doesn't have to be a radio DJ. Anybody. Oh, so I so I could host anybody on my show. You could co-host yeah. a radio co-host. show. Who's going to co-host for you? Show. Who's it going to be? Hmm. That's a good one. If you pick JP, I'm never going to let you come back on. 
<laughs> We've already done it, man. It's already happened. We've been on air a few times. Yeah. Uh, that's that's tough because I, I love so many different things. Like I love stand-up comedy. I talk about obviously music. I'm totally into music, all kinds of genres, uh, sports. I love all kinds of athletes, you know. Um, if I had to with anybody, let's go maybe Dave Grohl. Good answer. Two fighters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By the way, I love him. By the way, Danny C, uh, Brock Purdy's on the show next week. Get out. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I'm we're trying. Worried. We're trying. <laughs> Oh man, but you're a you're a Raiders fan. I don't it's like you're a. That doesn't mean, dude. I've had so Andrew DePaula. He is the long snapper for the Minnesota Vikings. Was formerly the long snapper of the Raiders. I met him and his family at one of the training camps I went to, and cool. we became friends. And he, in fact, texted me the other day, which was pretty cool out of nowhere. But anyway, he's an NFL player. He's been on the show. He's a Minnesota Viking now. Does that mean yeah. he can't be on the show because I'm a Raider fan? No. And I'm a Niners fan. So <laughs> and it works you out. two are Niners fans. Oh, nice. No, hey, he was a Raider fan for about a hot minute last season. I don't and know what I gave he, all my shit to. He JP. bought a hat, bought a shirt. You see those shoes in the background there? He bought those I things. <laughs> and, and and I'm like, okay, good. He's to the dark side. Now back to being a Niners fan. Is that is that what uh -huh. I'm hearing? Yeah. Dude, oh like, yeah. Look, they're winning and they're kicking ass. So now you're a Niner uh, fan again. I've been a, okay. Yeah, I've been a fan since I was a little kid. I'd go down to San Francisco every summer when I was a little kid, go to the games, watch Montana, watch rice. Yeah, that's it. I, so I yeah. grew up uh, just outside uh, Toronto, right in Burlington, Ontario. So everyone asked me, how are you a Niners fan? Well, I, I started playing football in the eighties and watching football. And it was always like, okay, so it was either Detroit coming over the, the airwaves or the Browns coming over or the bills back in the, in the eighties and the nineties, the bills got good, which was fun, but, or we'd watch all of the primetime games and the Niners were always the prime time back then. And Jerry Rice and Montana. So, and I played a receiver. So Rice was my hero. So that's how I I just the night I just gravitated to the Niners. And so yeah, I love the Niners and the Bills. They're my my two favorite teams. And the in the nineties I started dating a girl. She was a Bills fan and they were kicking ass. So I, I started and they're local. So those those are my it's AFC, NFC. I figure I can have two teams. There you go. We yeah at some point we had and, and we gotta look into this, Nick. Um, but we had Stafford on the hook uh to yeah. be on the show. Yeah. Um, right uh, after they won the Super Bowl. So this is right. almost a year and a half, two years now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what happened with that. We we gotta we gotta circle back with, to reach out, yeah. Yeah, with and, and get him back on. But we yeah. he won the Super Bowl. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, this was yeah, after the fact. And that's basically it. It's kinda like he's too busy for yeah. and, anything. And in season, it's next to impossible. Yeah. So like Brock uh, Purdy's oh, no family way. has a podcast that's actually really cool. So I reached out to that. So we'll see what happens with that. And yeah. from what I hear, he's super down to earth and totally into doing this. Kind well, he's of not, he's not old enough or experienced enough to not be come yeah, on. Right. <laughs> Let's wait till the end of this season when he most likely will win MVP. I predict the Niners are winning the Super Bowl this year. I mean, I, I don't, that will be, him turning, I don't, I don't foresee him changing his personality. Yeah, I know. Too, I know. So. But look at Tom Brady. He, he's yeah. seven Super Bowls later. And you can see a little bit of the change. Now he knows he's Tom yeah. fucking Brady versus, you know, the fifth round pick out of Michigan. But okay. I'm sorry. I interrupted the fast five. Were you done? No. Okay. Yeah, one more. Let's but go. I, I lost my train of thought. So why don't you ask? The last? Okay. Uh, well, it's not part of a fast five. Cause this one's a thinking question, but uh, we're getting close to the end of our time here, Danny Canada. So few more important questions. First one being, I know there's not a singular answer to this question, but if you could make your best attempt to make it a singular answer, what is the best thing about being a dad in the world of you? The best thing about being a dad in the world of me? Uh, the best thing about being a dad, I think, in everyone's world is watching your kids grow. That's right? The, yeah. I mean, if you want to make it short, is watching them grow because they they blow you away all the time, right? My one daughter, she's a a ballerina, and she's been dancing for over ten years at one company here in Medford, and uh, she's had great opportunities to dance down at Disney. Uh, they did a, a an Aladdin production. She played Jasmine. She's uh, you know ballerina on point and stuff, and the stuff that she does blows my mind. You know, it's just like wow. Uh, my other kid, she came home one time and she's like, hey, dad, I need you to sign this permission form for uh, for the athletic department in school. I was like, oh, yeah, you're playing some sports. She goes, yeah, I'm going to be on the track team. I was like, oh, very cool. Yeah. What, uh, what are you going to run? She goes, I'm not going to run. 
I'm like, it's the track team. What do you mean you're not going to run? She goes, I want to do pole vault. <laughs> like, yes, give me that sign right now. Let's do some pole vault. That is just kick ass, you know? So just the things that they, uh, the things that the kids gravitate to, what they like, what they enjoy, and to watch them grow in that, uh, to me, that's the best part about being a dad. It's amazing. To me, the best thing about being a dad is watching them grow. It's also the worst thing about being a dad is it's watching hard. them grow. Yeah, it, it, it's oof, you know what I mean. That, that mm -hmm. little that little girl of mine, that ten year old, that little sassy frass. I I've coined a new name by the way, um, and you you're free to use it. Um, okay, my my youngest is a pure one hundred percent genuine sasshole. Sasshole. All right. So hey, I, should, I should be able to do that on air too, right? That there's an S. There's an S in front of it. Yes. Right. There you go. Just like right. you could say. Uh, Bangkok. You can say ass on air. You can say Bangkok, can say ass. Thailand. But, you know, <laughs> you, you got to make sure. It, don't put too much of a pregnant pause behind it. You know, if you're like, bang, cock, that might be a problem. But, you know, yeah. if you go Bangkok, we're good. You know what I'm saying? Et cetera, et cetera. But don't, no it's motherfuckers, though. No motherfuckers. Can't, it, that's just, that's right and out. And no titties. There ain't no fixing it. No, no. Titty I, I give it five years, dude. Five years, motherfuckers and titties will be just fine. Well, yeah, once it goes all, 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 uh, all satellite. All streaming. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I am having so much fun, man. I'm so glad you came on the show, man. And, and, and in such short notice, thank you for getting back, by the way. Um, hey, I saw sure. you driving on the street. Me, I've been wanting you on for the last couple of years, and I don't know. Yeah. I just. <laughs> Who knows? We got we got slammed earlier this year. Uh, there was a point where I had like 13, 14 episodes in the queue that I had to get all edited and put out every week. And it was just uh, it was madness. And then point where I almost died. And then, yeah, and then Fucko over here decided to have a stroke in Vegas and has had about a year and a half of health complications. And he's now literally like yesterday, finally getting over the hump. We hope there's still another yeah. surgery, right? Coming up. A few more. But yeah. Yeah. He literally. Well, that's what happens when you get unsnipped, man. You'll get a stroke instantly, you know? <laughs> no, and not a good kind. Oh, dude. No. He got trapped not in an stroke. elevator after having a stroke at like five o'clock in the It was just <laughs> the <laughs> worst things. And then he dumbass flies home in, you know, altitude. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, Fucking. Oh, man. That's wild. That's, I think that's... the worst part, though, the bloody nose I had being trapped in the elevator. And, and, and all they gave him was it... a free breakfast. Well, that and they asked like, "How much cocaine did I do?" I'm like, yes. well, "Obviously not enough." <laughs> obviously, they asked obviously that. Obviously, I'm still alive. From the speaker the in the elevator when it was broken, gushing blood. Yeah. Oh God, dude, I'm so yeah, dude. It was, and it I'm was sleeping so through all of it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it was. Yeah, and I'm like, was, yeah, like a dumbass, I jump on a plane and fly back. I'm like, oh. That's crazy. Well, thanks for having me on, man. It sounds like you guys are, it looks like you guys are having a blast doing this and uh, it's been successful. Yeah. A couple yeah, of years yeah. now. So Absolutely. For you, Only wait 24. Yeah. We got big things brewing, man. I've got one final question for you, Danny Canada. It's uh, the what? most important question I like to ask on this show. Uh, feel free to think about it or go straight from the heart. What is one piece of advice you would give a brand new father or soon to be father? Uh, one piece of advice. Um, I don't know. It, it may sound a little cliche ish, but just to soak in every moment, good, bad, and ugly, you know, um, and just soak it in and, and be slow to anger. One, one of my things is I, I tend to rile up real fast. You know, you Ditto. say at the beginning of the thing, passionate, I get passionate real fast. And, you know, uh, sometimes that can slip into anger kind of quick when things kind of aren't going your way. Right. And so I found myself many times with my daughters being a little more angry than I should. And so, you know, not, not to the point of violence or hitting them or anything, but you know, you just, you have a, something about you and they can feel it and it upsets the, the, the vibe in the house. And so, and it gets the wife upset or whatever. And so I've, I've learned over the last several years to kind of just tone that down and just soak it all in, you know, uh, they'll do amazing things and kids will do really stupid things. And no matter what, they're learning, right? Hopefully we've learned through whatever it is that yeah. we need to learn through and whatever they're going through, we've already learned so we can be there on the other side, but you got to kind of let them make their mistakes and, and, and learn and don't get angry about it and be more about, uh, uh, just about helping them on that side of it. So that would probably be my thing is, uh, where do they say slow to anger, quick to love. Yeah. There you go. 
Okay. Slow to anger, quick to love. Love yeah. it. It's a great answer. Because they're going to mess up, right? Because they mess up. So we do. We're kids. We were kids. We fucked up all the time, you know? Yeah. So, I, and, and, and who's to say we stopped? Uh, not me. <laughs> I still make mistakes on the daily right? for the most part. Mm-hmm. All right. He is. Yes, Mr. Danny Canada, otherwise known as Mr. Dan Hanvey. I gave your real name out there finally at the end of the show. He's an actor. Okay. He's a radio personality. You'll find it. All my IMD stuff is uh, is Dan Hanvey. So if you look, you've, I got four movies that are on Amazon. Um, I got several credits on IMDb. They're all Dan Hanvey. That's kind of more my acting name because I've been doing that longer than radio. And then when you kind of get into radio, they want to give you a fun radio name. And so Danny Canada just kind of what stuck. Yeah. Canadian and Dan, it just kind of. And this kind of was given to me. I hear you, man. I wanted to be Dick Dragon, but they wouldn't let me do it. FCC. But, but Dragon. Rah, not dragging, but whatever. Anywho, but whatever. he is Danny Canada, man. Thank you so much for coming on Tatcast today. Thanks, You've been man. amazing to everyone listening and watching worldwide, wherever you may be, however you may be listening. Thank you so much for checking out the show. We appreciate you. Uh, Merry Christmas. If you're catching this right about when it drops, Happy New Year. And if you're watching this in the future, I hope your 2024 was amazing. Make sure you like, subscribe, and do all the things. No, if they're in the future, Dan, I hope their 2024 was amazing. Oh, yes. Because yes. they're, they're way in the future. Way. Oh, way. that's how far this is going to be showing? It, 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 this thing, that once it goes out there, it's there forever. You know, in, <laughs> oh, well, in 2028, hey, I hope your 24, 25, 26, 27, and 28 was amazing, Mr. Viewer, because that's how long this son bitch is going to be on the internet and then some. Thank you so much. We appreciate. We love you. We'll catch you all next year with some amazing new content, a bunch of great new guests, and uh, some surprises in store. Yeah, yeah. I know. I didn't want to touch on that too much today, Nick. This was, you know, this is about Dan. This is about (laughs) Danny Canada today. It's not about what the dad cast is going to evolve into. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Next year, but tune in first week of January. That's coming up, and uh, you'll find out. See y'all. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, guys. See you, Nick. See you, JP. Thanks, bro. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.